Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. And we're live. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. I'm Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here with Sidekick Brad. And I'm blending with my brand today. So uh, there you Pinky go. Pink. I didn't think about the fact Lots that of pink. I know we are just pink. I have a pink phone. I worn something navy. I have a pink book that I'm writing in. So mama likes pink. <laughs> okay. Like uh, so, uh, so uh, today I thought we could have some fun. We're all, I mean, okay, well, first and foremost, we always have fun. We do. Well, we do always have fun, but it's been a year. So uh, I started my podcast last July. Uh, I had the launch party July 25th of last year. So Loveability has been going for one year, which Yay, is Yay, so happy cool. birthday. Yeah, happy birthday to us. <laughs> to us. Uh, I I will I will say this. It is my podcast, but I could not have done it without this man. Oh, he come has on. been come on. No, he's been my friend for many years and uh he uh he's like a brother, really. Oh, well, I think and uh <laughs> and um and we have we have really had a lot of fun uh bringing material and content and planning fun things for you guys. And I wish we I'd could love do it. I enjoy it. I wish Thank we could do more fun things, but we're kind of in lockdown mode. So, uh, so when, when we, when we get free, when we are released from prison, We'll have some more fun again and do some more events. So uh, thank you for being here. And uh, it's kind of a good time. So we've spent a year talking about love and relationships and how to get more of it. And we might as well talk about uh, why, uh, what people do to uh, prevent it in their life. Uh, so whether that be Push bad, right, bad patterns that they have uh, or maybe it is uh, ignoring red flags. So uh, people do that too. So a lot of that. As a matter of fact, it's interesting because we've talked about patterns a little bit before on the podcast. But the one thing that hit me when I started writing out red flags is I wasn't stopping. It was just uh -oh. so easy to write out all the red flags. And uh, Is that a red flag? <laughs> Red flags being red flags. Red, you have too many red flags. Is that well, a red flag? I don't have too many red flags. At least I hope not. Uh, oh, so but you were writing yours. I wasn't writing my you were red flags. Just okay. Good. Uh, we that would that be a problem. Yes, if I so was giving advice flag. and <laughs> and uh, and I had all these red flags. Uh, but having said that, you know it is. It was fun though because I was talking to uh, somebody else about this and kind of getting some guy feedback, which is uh, fun. On top of Brad, um, I always like to to get multiple people. Uh, and, uh, and as I was doing it, there was something that I said that I was laughing, like it could be a personal red flag, even though it's not, and we're going to go into it. So, good. uh, but yes, this is a biggie. It is a biggie. And I hope people have that list. It doesn't, I hope it's not huge too, because that prevents good what? people from coming into your life too. The red flag. list. Yeah. Like if you have a list, it's like this, like, does that person even exist? Okay, so you people know. don't recognize red flags, and that's really what this is more about is the fact that they don't recognize red okay. flags. You're not – a lot of people don't know when they are the red flag, like what are their red flags. And, and you know, I just – I had posted today on Facebook about uh, what is stopping you. Stop stopping you, right? right. It was yeah. that whole thing. And, and, and red flags stop you. Uh, your patterns, your bad – patterns stop you from finding love. And at the end of the day, the reason that happens is it all, it all comes down to fear, Brad. 
It's, sure. it's, it's a worthiness, an internal worthiness thing. And people are afraid. They're afraid of, people are afraid of love. They're afraid of rejection. Rejection. Yeah. They're, you know, they're, they're afraid. Some people are afraid of good things because they've never had them. And so, or yeah. uh, like one of the patterns is uh, one of the things people fall into is they tend to attract people that abandon them, unavailable people, right? Still, so how does, how do I, in this example, I don't, I don't do this, but in this example, mm -hmm. how does someone attract a person that abandons them. Okay, so here's what it comes down to with attraction. So uh, we tend to attract our wounds. So wherever we're not healed, whatever we have had to go through in our uh, childhood, in our life, we the wounds are where we attract. So if we have abandonment issues, which really there's a lot of people that do, <laughs> but oh. an abandonment doesn't mean that somebody had to leave you. It could be a parent that traveled too much. It could have been an emotionally unavailable parent. So there's lots of reasons that people could have abandonment issues, but abandonment's a big one. But if you're trying to fill that void, if you're trying to heal that wound, you'll you'll keep bringing the same people back in different bodies, different faces with the same problem of uh, they're going to, they're going to leave you. You can sense the people that are distant. You can sense the people that aren't available. And therefore the wound is trying to, to be healed by let me help the, let me keep this person in my life. Let me be worthy enough. So this person will love me They're filling a void. so that they'll stay because yeah. that parent didn't. Uh, so it is, it's an attempt to fill a void. So that's why I always say you got to get healthy before you get in a relationship, because otherwise you're just projecting your wounds onto everybody and yourself and preventing you from finding love. Right. Right. Which is really tough in these situations because if they have that pattern of continually trying to fill those one or two voids, it's it's hard to get out of that pattern. It really is. Even when people know their patterns, yeah, you know, because people will be able to identify with their patterns, they'll know them, and still are not sure how to get out of it. I'm sorry, I have a hair on my face. It keeps itching me. I can't fight it. Um, okay. First world so, problems. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, so that's a big one, and. And it is important that once you recognize your pattern, once you know what your pattern is, that you go and get help, that you get assistance, because you're going to keep pulling the same problem in over and over again, right? The unavailable as well. I mean, that kind of, that it's not all abandonment, but the unavailable parent, the unavailable partner, uh, emotionally unavailable, it's the same thing that if you keep attracting people that aren't ready for a relationship, that can't give you what you want, I mean, there's something in you that, number one, thinks that you probably know, because I really think people tell you. People will, people sometimes will tell you, like they'll say, I'm not, I just, I'm just out of a marriage or I'm not available right now, you know, to, or I'm not available for a long-term relationship right now. I need some time. But people, go out Saturday? people that are wounded <laughs> right. don't hear that. They don't hear the person saying that. Yeah, I yeah. Hear you. And, um, but, but that's So what's important. the first, what's the first step then? What, like. Do you recognize your, That's all organized. What's you, the first step? Well, yeah, I mean, well, that's what we're trying to do, right? We're trying to give people some some insight. So is do you try to figure out your patterns first or do you try to understand the red flags in your patterns? What 
Okay, so what's, the, what's like, so first and foremost, you have to know your patterns. So okay. you, you basically just need to look back. There's always a common theme. I know I love the people that go, no, there. I don't have any themes. Sure, you do. Why are you? You single? just haven't looked close <laughs> enough. Um, you have a theme. You've got to look back at all the people that you dated. And here's how you can start if you really don't have a clue. Write a list of all the things you loved about them and all the things you didn't like about them, all the things that were missing, right? You can pretty much go to that missing list and you'll find your pattern. That's pretty easy. So if you're honest, and that's the hard part, being honest with yourself about things, right? Because right. there's always two sides as well. So Truth's always in the middle. Where you've... Uh, you may have attracted an unavailable person because I hear people say that all the time. I keep finding people that are unavailable. Well, what? It, why do I do that? My answer to them is always, "Where are you unavailable?" Because first and foremost, there's always you are you are projecting that. So you can't attract something that you're not. And I should probably say that again. You can't attract something that you're not. If you're attracting unavailable, there's somewhere where you're unavailable. That's interesting. And and. If if you're going to heal the wound, you've got to find it. Even though I've heard people's first reaction, I'm not unavailable. No, there's nowhere I'm ready. I've been I I want this. I've been praying for this for years. If it's not finding you, some something in you is not allowing it. Whether it be a wound, whether it be a block, whether it be that you're truly. You like relationships, but you really don't want to. I mean, there's some people right. that just they are just want somebody in their life. Are not yeah. that committal. So um, I think you said something that's very profound that I want you to to make sure that I heard you right. You said if you have a wound or something, you need to heal it. In other words, don't try to heal your wound with someone else. You, oh, need, yeah. to, you need to heal that because it never works, right? It, it, you can't fill it's a void with somebody else. You have to fill that void. You have to fix it yourself. That's back to being healthy. Yeah. But I just, you mentioned that. So I wanted to highlight that because I we will that highlight was that. It's a good highlight. Yeah. You have to fix it yourself. I, yeah. I think that men tend to do it more than women that they don't want to take the time to heal that they want. They don't want to hurt. Nobody likes to hurt, but women are used to talking about it with their friends. And I know plenty of guys that do it too. So I'm not trying to stereotype, but, but women will talk about it with their friends. They'll, they'll read their books. They'll take their courses. They don't have any problem doing those kind of things where men tend to self-isolate and try to fix it themselves. And guys, you can't fix everything yourself because when it's you and your first person, you can't do you can't do it. Right. You just can't do it. So, uh, so you've got to uh, you've got to reach out for some help. The cool thing is, and I've said it before, during quarantine and after, I had more guys contacting me. God bless you, men. You're awesome. You guys are so easy to coach too. Uh, they really are because they actually take advice or most of them. Wives would I know probably one disagree. really stubborn one, but yeah. wives will probably disagree. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But but you know, men will do their homework. They will they come to me, they pay me for advice and they're they're gonna sit there and they're gonna take it and they're gonna do their homework and they're gonna change. And it is very amazing to watch some of you guys change. As a matter of fact, do we have any comments, Brad? I don't know not if you're watching. Not okay. Yet. Okay. Are y'all watching? Goodness I think gracious. one of the I think you brought up another good point, which is I think guys naturally follow coaches. 
either from our history, we were in athletics or something, mm -hmm. but coaching comes easy for most of us, I and, think. And you, know? and you definitely, I hear this from guys too. Guys like to follow that sometimes their first choice in a coach is a guy is another man. Uh, and maybe that's a dude thing, but, uh, but it's not a bad thing to get coaching from a woman because she can teach you a lot about a woman's perspective and vice versa. Women, you should get advice from men. I mean, because there is that alternate uh, perspective that, that is missing. Uh, you know, men tend to be attracted a lot to wounded, uh, helpless females. It's that knight in shining armor uh, yeah, complex. I think that's the biggest pattern with, uh, with men is, is thinking that they can save a woman. But do we, do you think we naturally go after th th like in my mind, I don't think about why wow, she's wounded. I could really help her. Of course you don't think that in your mind. But I mean, it happens subconsciously. Is that what you're saying? Well, or like let's talk about the yin and the yang of a man, right? So a man wants to Whoa. be a man and a woman wants to, a woman should want to be a woman, <laughs> but, but if the balance is natural, but very often that wounded bird, you know, woman, she's the one that is relying more on the man, asking more for the man's advice, leaning on him, depending on him. Oh, okay. And so it's a natural thing so for we a feel guy like the to feel shining like, armor. yeah, I want to protect her. Yeah. And, uh, and that's not your job, guys. Uh, it's her job to take care of herself. And as a matter of fact, if a woman, the red flags, if a woman comes to you that is wounded, that uh, is talking about all her problems, that is a victim of her life uh, and a victim of all her relationships and, you know, her abusive back, just run. Just run, 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 run is all I can say. Just run. <laughs> all right. So we're into, by the way, I just thought of a good sponsorship. This would be our Unpack It section. Oh my gosh. So does that involve moving? Cause I'm not moving ever again. Well, a life. moving company would be perfect for it, but <laughs> okay. We talk about it a lot on the show about, okay. and, and you encourage it and coach it about women allowing the men to lead, um, in the pursuit, right? Let him court you, let him call you, let him set up the dates, all of this type of stuff where it's like, you know, let him be the man and you be the woman. So the question is, how do you distinguish between a strong, healthy female allowing you to do that versus she's wounded and she's just naturally like that? So like the case you just explained was like, I'm wounded and I, I right. don't do anything. I lean on the man. I Right. That's a that's a red flag versus a very healthy, strong woman. Who's allowing Who's the man allowing to... it. It's a great point. I mean, it's a, it's great discernment. Uh, I, uh, I, I think it's, if I think it's at the level, how would you know? Because the woman's not, not asking you to he fix her wounds. The woman's not a victim. She stands in her own power. Uh, the strong one, she stands in her own power. She's not asking for you to fix her. She's not asking for you to heal her or to save her. Uh, she saved herself. She's got her life together. She's, she's allowing a man to be a man. Good. Uh, I'm a big fan of that, by the way. I mean, I, I, I think that that's a natural man's role. And as a woman who has to make decisions all day as a business person, I love a man that, and I, I will say this guys, it's not just me. I talk to a lot of strong women that don't realize that they really want this too. They don't want to make a decision at the end of the day. The end right. of the day, they they want that guy to to take the lead and and 
what they're doing or what comes next. You know, if there's vacations or if there's dinner or there's an event or there's whatever's happening, she wants him to take the lead because we've made enough decisions. And I get this too. I know you guys have too, you know, so there has to be a place where you meet. And I think a red flag would be a man or woman that has no opinion, that has zero yeah. That doesn't, yeah. that is just going to go whatever way you want to go, yeah. right? That's boring. Well, I think you helped. And the reason I wanted you to do that is because you helped both sides. You helped the guys understand mm -hmm. that that's a healthy way of being the knight in shiny armor. Right. And then there's a sickly way or a non healthy way to be the knight in shining armor. And to distinguish those two is important. And guys, you will become whoever that person was that wounded them. Uh, whoever that was, you will become that uh, target. It'll it, it'll all play out for you. So it's not gonna it's not going to help you. Uh, all right. So we got a we got a we got a Facebook comment here. And so uh, Brant talks about said we talked about earlier about a red flag list. I must have many of these, but three that have made me back off most frequently are. Oh, she has too many animals. <laughs> She works retail hours. To me, this means she's not going to be available much. I asked her what she does for a career. She gave me three different jobs she does, but it's hard for me to figure out how she sustains herself from those odd jobs. Oh, interesting. So those are his top three. Interesting. Um, so what are some major red flags? This is back to, do we need to... So those are great. So this is funny because I did, I told you I started on my red flag list. Mm -hmm. And this is fun, y'all. In hey, general, not hey, just yours, right? It's yeah, like, no, 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 no. My okay. red flag list is red Red flags you need to watch out for. You. Your red flag list is... And mine is more general. So when I was talking to somebody else, it was a guy. I said, give me some of your red flags. And that was fun because... The guy's red flags were were different. Like the and and me as a coach. Be surprised. Right? Me. me as a coach. Um that was the one thing. So this is funny. So I'm gonna give you some red flags, but here was the red, here was the flag for me. So I'm I'm going through these red flags that my friend's giving me, this guy, and um, and he he said something about boy, what was it? Um, something about he rooted for Alabama football. Oh, so that would be a red flag. That would be a red flag. <laughs> Florida or Alabama, you're out. Um, but 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 it was a relationship addiction. People that have to be in relationships round and round, just every yeah. two or three weeks or yeah. And so out. I was yeah. I was saying like these the red flag list was interesting to me because I've always been in relationships, so it's. I'm not that single person. Like I have, I've experienced singleness through my clients and through my business, even though I've been single a little bit, it's not been much, but, but that's not because of relationship addiction. I was, it was one of those, yeah, there's, a, went, there's bam, a space between, but it was, it's too. not because of that. It's just because if someone's dating somebody, somebody else every two or three time. weeks, that's yeah, probably oh, a pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yes. Okay. So let's go into red flags. So these guys said, uh, uh, Wait, I can't read my own writing. Um, oh, so online dating, having just upper body pictures. So no, which led into a whole a conversation one. about 
filters. So that's a red flag. It's a red flag, and I don't care if it's men or women, it's a red flag if there's a ton of filters. You can't make out somebody's pore size, you can't see their features, you can't see their body, they're not showing body shots, or they're showing really old pictures, Brad. This happens too. That's, a, that's, that's one that I see a lot, but the, the, you know, as a guy, when, when you're on online dating and you don't see full body shots of a female, yeah. you're thinking in your mind, she's not comfortable enough to show her body, she's out of shape or not comfortable, whatever the case may be. And that's why it's a red flag. You're going to meet that person someday. Like that's They're the gonna whole see point you. <laughs> of doing online dating yes. is meeting somebody. They're going to see you. So, I mean, what are you hiding? I don't know. Yeah, I don't get that one either. So, but that's a, that's and a big filters one. filters are the Snapchat puppy dog butterfly filters. Save that oh, for your kids. Ears and Save stuff. that for your kids. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm not for grownups. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, so that filters thing, that was a whole conversation in itself because us women like them, you guys don't. So yeah. we want to uh, see your face we want to see who you are. But, uh, so relationship addicts, we talked about that. Uh, one was the not asking about the kids. That's a red them, flag. So, them not asking him about yeah. kids. Yeah. Like when he says that, does he mean that you want other kids or just his kids? No, that if kids. you have children, you want somebody to ask you about your children, right? You I want think it's somebody to take interest yeah. in your life. Sure. That makes perfect sense. Sure. Somebody so wrapped up in themselves that can't, that doesn't take interest in somebody else's life yep. or their needs. So that's a big one. You know, that goes along with the fact that I hear all the time, and this is a red flag also because it goes, it's bigger, broader, but. People not asking questions at all. <laughs> like, for example, you know, listen, one person doing all the talking, right? And the other person not asking any questions of them. So, you know, let's say it's you and me on a date, and I'm just talking about myself the whole time, and I never ask you about you. Right. That happens a lot. A lot. And, it's, and it's not, I can't say it's men or women. It's both. Both of you are guilty. So, Yeah, I think that's probably almost a 50-50 thing, right? Because uh, we both do it. Right. And I think it also depends on... Red flag, though. That's somebody that's probably so self-absorbed, right? It could be. If it, bec if it becomes a monologue, I, I agree with you. If it's just someone who's maybe a little more shy on the first day or, or, or whatever, nervous, then, then take the time but, to get ready. So flip it you know, back prepare. on them. And if they flip it back on themselves again, I mean... What about the run. ones that answer a question with a question? Uh, that's me. <laughs> yes, I know. That's me. So um, I have real quick, Roseanne jumped on here and said, men do filters too, and it's awful. <laughs> so, nobody likes them, so just stop. <laughs> okay? There you have it. Okay, so this is another big one. This is one of my favorites that he gave me, flakiness. Yeah, let's, oh, another unpack section. Flakiness, the I know. The definition it's of a, flakiness it's is It's a like, big one. It's a big one. Uh, you know, so is that the whole, yeah, I might be there, I might not be there, but let's schedule it, but, you know, I might have to change. Right. Yeah, that's flakiness, right? Right, last that's, minute cancellations, things like that. Or yeah. that won't be committed, like you say you're wanting to date and you want a relationship. They won't call this. you back, they won't they, set a date, they won't confirm a time. Yeah. No, no. Well, we might be able to do it then. Listen, if one. somebody's unavailable and they won't uh, commit to something, they're either committed to someone else mm -hmm. or something else, or you're just not that important. So that's in, the other piece that I think day. is, is, or it, it really showcases their time or 
they're not ready and available. I hate to say it, but sometimes this happens where somebody gets in an online dating site, they say they're ready, they say they want to date, but they're really not ready. And they will, this is where they prevent themselves is they, they won't allow themselves. I knew somebody like that, that never, never could, never could get them out on a first date. So I don't understand that. Why do they take the time to build a profile on online dating? If they're not going to go on a date. Because they don't realize until they're actually being courted that they're not ready. That's a red flag. Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of strange. Uh, And, you know, interesting, Brant had said this, so that's why I wanted to go to the guys first, was the hustlers. Uh, You know, women that don't know what they're doing, so they have multiple jobs and they have, like, multiple things going on and they don't really have a career or a passion or a purpose. Yeah, I mean, I I have met a lot of... how do they make their money? How do they... I have met though some single ladies that have to do that in certain cases. They They have have to work. They have to work two jobs because maybe there's a situation with the ex that's not healthy and not good and not. Oh, there's a red flag too. I think it's more from a financial standpoint. I think it's. I get that, and that's commendable actually. That's what I'm saying. But I think the difference between this is like this is maybe somebody that has three multi-level marketing jobs. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I hear you. Um, or they've tried this, or they've had 10,000 careers, yeah, right? Yeah, they're in a job every 60 days, a new job. Right, okay, yeah. and here's a couple big ones. Uh, divorce multiple times, divorce multiple times, or never been married at a certain age. What okay. do you think about that, Brad? That's that's a biggie, but I also don't want it to sound unfair because there are folks both on male and female side who jumped into let's say law school med school uh business whatever the case may be but they're there that's i don't consider that a hustle they were career focused for the first 15 or 20 years of their career and sometimes i do see that right but at the same time it's like wait a minute over a 15 year period you didn't meet one person i know you didn't you didn't have one serious relationship you didn't have, there wasn't or someone that that's been just, engaged multiple times, but it never led to marriage. But it never led to marriage. I mean, those are, those are some things that I think you have to put the red flag, raise it yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I, I do get a lot of people that spent a lot of their life building their career and you, sh- and, and these usually are people that are married that said, I regret I'm divorced now. And I regret that I didn't put enough time and energy into my marriage because I was busy, but yep. Too busy for love, you know? I, I don't know. Again, don't put yourself in a situation then like an online dating app or something else if you're not if, if you're not ready and you don't have the time. And some people just aren't committed to it. I mean, honestly, some people just aren't committed to it. And and not for all you people that are on online dating, I have to say one thing to you. And that is you can meet somebody anywhere. You can meet somebody at the grocery store, like I always say, and trust me, I meet people at the grocery store all the time. I'm not making it up. It's not a made up story. You can meet people, look at people in the eye when you, when you cross them, when you see them, say hi, smile, even though you have a mask on now, everybody's got a mask on. I was about to say, make Um, sure your eyes are real happy. (laughs) Yeah. You can smile with your eyes, but, but look at people, eye contact, smile, be nice, be kind. I mean, because connections are everywhere, absolutely everywhere. Mm-hmm. You could be in an airport. I mean, and there's a million people make eye contact. It doesn't matter. Like, Do you think because of we were shut in for a period of time and this crazy virus, do you think people are looking for that more? 
Do you feel like what? this is a great time to make connections with people because they're actually out there probably trying to meet people because they've been well, shut in? Well, my business has picked up. So I mean, I can imagine. I mean, be yeah. only because, you know, people can online date, but it's going nowhere and nobody knows what anybody else's status is. It's, it feels like a little more dangerous world, I guess. And people are a lot more serious and intentional about relationships at this point because they spent time alone yeah. during that yeah. uh pandemic. So, okay. So let's, uh, let's go through some of my red flags. Um, so where are my red flags? Um, we've already established Florida or Alabama fan. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. I, I would be out. I'm just telling you, I can look at gator colors or Alabama colors and I, yeah, you know, my nephew would have to be perfect in every other way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, talk that, about Saturday afternoon. That is not an opportunity for me. Um, so my nephews came in town uh, several years ago and their uh, football team, their peewee football team was the Redskin colors. And uh, we drove straight to the Dallas Cowboys store and, and changed them. Uh, I couldn't take it. I was like, I it was just their peewee team, but I'm like, I can't do it. Okay. So, uh, so red flags. Uh, oh, okay. So this is one I, for women. I know it's a silly one, but that whole trying to establish whether somebody's controlling or not. Uh, when you go out to dinner, and I've heard this recently where guys want to order for the woman. They want to just t order for the woman. So Brad, Didn't that used to be man, chivalrous? Okay. See, I knew that was going to come. Well, didn't it though? I mean, like I have been on quite a few dates. I'm probably going to get emails where I've asked, what are you thinking? You know, what are you, oh, I think I'm going to have the salmon or whatever. And I do order for her. I thought that was being a gentleman. I think that's fine. If she knows what she wants and she's okay with you ordering for her, I th I personally think it's fine. I find women to women, a lot of women, strong women get offended by it. So guys, you need to be careful about that. Okay. Uh, you know, and, and even if you, if you, even if you have any doubts, ask, be at least polite and say, would you like me to order? Would you like when the waitress comes, would you like me to order for you? Are you having the salmon? I mean, then at least it's polite. I mean, sure. I don't care. It's not me because if somebody knows what I want, go ahead and order it for me. But then you have to get all my, and I like it without the sauce and this on this. Well, yeah. If somebody tries to order for her, they're going to have, they're going to have to write That's it right. down. That's right. Picky, picky. It's easier if you just do it. Which a lot of women are. I'm not the only picky woman. I'm not going to take responsibility <laughs> for all of it. Uh, so um, I, one big one too that I've seen a lot is somebody with no friends. You know, somebody has to have a social network. If somebody has no life outside of you that's that's i mean that's no history yeah. i mean do you know what i'm saying yeah there uh, is that's a huge red flag that people overlook and that's a big one who does this person know how how uh, many relationships do they have mm -hmm. that are long term right because mm -hmm. that shows you who that person is yep. and if they're able if Birds they're not able to sustain a relationship there is a huge problem well, and especially if they can't maintain a friendship. Right. Like that, how are they going to go to the next deeper level? Or for that matter, if you're their every plan every night, if they have no plans and no life and nothing to do besides you, right? then that's the, you're going to control that. I mean, like that's... Now, what about the people that don't need to do something every night? Like they not a homebody necessarily, but they... There's sports or hobbies on the outside, but it doesn't necessarily include a bunch of friends or they like to, you know, I don't know. Is there a, 
because there are a lot of people and and we see it on the podcast we've seen it in comments and everything else but what about those people that enjoy coming home and being home that's me right but you also have a lot of friends but you don't go to your friend's house three days a week and hang out and do all that. So I think there's some clarification. So maybe that's the whole introvert extrovert thing. Uh, or it could be somebody that can't be alone. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for that I mean, matter, I would that. look at that too, because there are some people that can't be alone. Yep. And that person that has plans every night, that's out doing something every night, that's another yep. huge red flag. Mm-hmm. If they have a lot and, and Brad, we've talked about this before too. Somebody that spends all their time, girls that have a group of girlfriends, and that's their life. Yeah. And I promise you something, guys, if that's their life, you're not getting in. You're either <laughs> you're either gonna be one of the girls or you're not getting in because so many of these women have built their friendships. And I love my girlfriends. My girlfriends know I love them, but sure. we have autonomy. But they also have their own lives. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so you definitely want to make sure there's balance in whether it be a male or female that there's balance. Sure. You know, I had somebody in my life for a long time that had a lot of guy friends and that was a big deal to him and a deal breaker for me because he spent a lot, a lot, <laughs> a lot of time with his friends. And, uh, and like, yeah, so uh, I'm probably the most independent person you'll ever meet, but I do require some time because that's my love language. Uh, but, but having said that, that, I mean, it goes both ways though. It's the guy's guy. There you is, know? There's a balance. The guy's guy. It's all about balance, right? And so guys, you got to make room in your life for a chick. Okay. Or a woman. Uh, okay. So we already talked about having no opinion. Uh, so, oh, oh, this is a big one. Ooh. You guys or girls, that choose a drink for a first date or coffee, you're either cheap or you're ha- you got a toe in. Wait a minute. What are we what are we talking about here? A drink. Somebody instead of taking somebody out to dinner for a first date, oh. taking somebody out for coffee or a drink. Oh, that's all coffee. you're committed. If all you're committed to is coffee or an alcoholic beverage, you got there's bigger things going on. Number one, you may not have done your homework. If you're afraid that you're getting catfish, it's not who you think it is. You've got more homework to do. FaceTime that person. Have that person show you their body and stand up and whatever. If you, what? I, no, I'm not naked. What is it, naked? If I told you I called someone that I was going to take out on a date and had them stand up on FaceTime so I could check them out, you would smack me in the face. Now, if you did it politely, if you said, you know what? <laughs> well, I, I don't have any pictures of you. I'd love to see your body. Why don't you? Yes. What? Yes. Why oh my not? Gosh, in today's person, Me Too world, if if are you really worried about that? There's a lot of stuff. I was as a sexually man, harassed to... over Facetime. He told me to stand up. I mean, come on. You'd be surprised. Oh Lord. Okay. Okay. Guess what? Don't I'm be gonna, we got to rewind. Though no, we got to rewind real quick because we have talked about this before on the podcast with guests and panels. I get the coffee thing. That I get. But if I invite someone out to have drinks and say, and then mm-hmm. maybe dinner after. Maybe. And the reason that is is because, and I've, I've talked to you and you've talked to guests and everything else is, if it's not going well, she has an out. And so do I. But if you we go have into a it looking for an out, Brad. It's not going into, you don't go into anything looking for an out. 
But we all you do know when you go in with a drink or coffee. I don't you... see. We'll disagree then. We're fine. Okay, then you're cheap. No, it's not, now you know better. <laughs> you know you, better. I'm not you, Brad. All I'm saying is, is that I think I'm just saying, don't be cheap. And I've never. And don't had... be noncommittal. If you, if you are have any apprehension that you're not going to like that person then don't go on the date with them in the first place. If you have not done enough work up front on that person. That's fair enough. Okay. That's so, fair enough. Yeah. And you know what? Here's the deal but about that. And it's not about the dinner. Because I know you guys are always complaining like some woman's out for a free meal. That's not what it's about. <laughs> it is about taking the time to get to know somebody because there's more than meets the eye. And there's more than meets the eye. And there's more to, to than just their looks and being attracted to them. I'm with you. You've got to get you got to ask the hard questions and get to know that person. But you bump into that person at the grocery store. You have a quick little conversation. You exchange phone numbers. At the grocery store? Well, where that's what you were talking about earlier. Nobody's getting my number at the grocery store, but, well, you, but just you can said, get hit on at the grocery store. Well, you is what just I said. said to meet I'm people everywhere you go. The store. Well, I, they so we're going to have to have a whole nother podcast then because <laughs> we just talked about where you make connections everywhere you go. I'm just saying you, you can meet people at different places. I'm not saying give people your number at the grocery store. Like, well, then, uh, hey, Jack you, the Ripper, okay. come get me. We're going to have to have another um, podcast. Because <laughs> Check. Okay. Oh, man. So, uh, so here's another red flag. Somebody that criticizes their ex. So it's never their fault. Right. It was their ex that did yeah. this. That ex that did this. I think this. we've all been there. Right? Yeah. yeah. So that if, if somebody cannot fess up to what their responsibility was in a relationship, because there's always two sides. I don't care. I don't care how narcissistic, awful, abusive somebody was. You played a role. You allowed it to happen. You can go through the list, right? Yeah. You attracted it. Yeah. You allowed it. You let it in. You kept it in, right? Hey, I got some kudos here from Mike. Said I'm with Brad. A few minutes ago, we were talking. Whatever, about Brad. Why don't you find other comments where people aren't agreeing so, with everything you say? Coffee, forget it. We all agree on that. <sighs> Who said coffee? Forget it. Lisa. Okay, good. And then Mike came back on and said he likes to have conversations via phone before drinks or dinner. And that's what I was trying to get to. But good. then how do you have a phone conversation if no one gives you their number at the grocery store or where you meet them? Which is another podcast subject Jen and I will be talking about. <laughs> so Brad thinks we'll be talking about it. I forget okay. it's your podcast. <laughs> I got another one while you're looking at that. Okay. So. Lindsay came on talking with Roseanne and said, I always wanted to get a little tattoo of a red flag on my index finger. So when I'm talking to a guy and he says something that makes that light bulb go off, I just raise a red flag to him and say, no, thanks. I love it. Bye-bye. That's awesome. It'd be great. He could wave too. You yeah, know? that'd be great. Woo, see you later. A little sad face underneath it. <laughs> I got to go. That was uh, awesome. Okay. So Clever. obviously we talked about this with narcissism was love bombing. So, and just to kind of give somebody uh, the idea what that is, that's somebody that moves too quickly. That's somebody that is is dying to you know set up that second date, third date planning trips uh, before you've even you know established like that there's a connection, right? Right. Uh, that's somebody too. I think, and I heard this from somebody because it was a question. Uh, a guy was calling her pet names like baby and honey and sweetie and sugar and all that right when they first met. Like uh, actually, they hadn't even met. They've ne they never even met. They had just talked online a few times. What's the age group? Do you know? Do you mind I, giving the age I, group? Don't know. I don't know. Maybe 40s? Only reason I'm saying this is because that is a Southern thing. And you'll, I know. I do you call know. people names too. But yeah. but having said that. But before the date, mm -hmm. 
I think you know from a man or a woman when, and it's more men, I hate to say it, but it's more men that are like, Hey, sweetie, Hey baby. When they, when yeah, you don't even know you and you just, your first email is that don't do that. That's just, that's disrespectful. And I, I do call people baby and honey and sugar. And well, like I think that's a Southern thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's all this sweet southern, tea I drink. Okay. So, um, uh, check phones constantly. Okay. There's a big one. As your sits on the Whatever, table. Brad, because I have comments coming in my phone. I'm just Brad. saying. No. So it's one Where's thing. Where's Brad's phone? It's one oh. thing if somebody has kids and they have something going on at home where they feel like it may be an emergency. However, what did our loving parents do when they went out? I mean, we had five kids in my family. My parents went out weekly on dates. I bet. They, uh, <laughs> yeah, they did. They did. I mean, they didn't check, you know, they weren't checking a phone. They, we, you couldn't. we were fine. I'm alive. We're yes, all alive, exactly. actually. Yes. Uh, so, and I have, I have been on dates where the female says, I just want to let you know my kids were the babysitter. Right. And if you don't mind, I'd like to leave my phone on the table. Are you okay with that? I'm like, sure, because I got kids, so I get it. Like if something comes up, we'll, we'll you know, we'll figure it we'll figure if it out. They're young. So, I mean, come yeah, on. Exactly. And, and people yeah. uh, thank you for the prompt on this. People that have older children and need to leave your phone on the table because your 16-year-old may text you, stop it. Yeah. I mean, that's just insanity. Like you, you, there's connection time and that would be a red flag if somebody had to constantly be in touch with their parents, their children, their fr friends, people answer their phones. Yep. I mean, huge red flag. Now, I've also heard that females have these little packs, you know, with their friends that say, okay, I'm going to text you 45 minutes into the date to see if I need to create an emergency so you can get out of it. <laughs> Is that true? Yes, I thought it was. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's, How that's, else are we going to get out of it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just have you drinks. Uh, yeah. But again, goes back to don't date too much. Uh, okay. I should put my glasses on, but I'm not. Uh, move too fast on personal boundaries. Okay. Different than the love bombing. Moving too quickly on boundaries, somebody that wants to meet your family, somebody Ooh. that's all over your friends that, here's another huge pet peeve of mine, red flag, red flag, red flag that you have no life. Quit looking everybody up on social media before you meet them. <laughs> I mean, whatever happened But to... now let me ask you this, who doesn't do that though? Do you, I mean like really, who doesn't do so that? So in my business, I try to keep things in matchmaking. I try to keep things as uh, blind as possible because there's too much information out there. You're, you're exactly right. And there is some, there is something about being able to leave some mystery for somebody. So when I send profiles over to my clients, they get a picture or two or three and they get a profile that tells you about that person, you don't need to stalk them. If you, and I've had people do this where they go on somebody's social media and then the conversation looks like this when they finally do meet or they finally do talk on the phone. Oh, I notice we have 10 friends in common and th these friends are so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so. And I understand you work here and you have, you know, three kids. I mean, now you're a stalker. Yeah, that's just, that's not, so let me ask you not a question. okay. It's not. If you do that, if someone does that. That's how women feel anyway. You guys, I know, if someone you need information. If someone does that and there's a picture of this particular lady standing underneath the Eiffel Tower, mm -hmm. 
what's wrong with some, the, the gentleman saying, gosh, I've never been to Paris and I've always wanted to. Can you tell me about that picture? That I saw on your Only Facebook if she page. sent you the picture. Okay, fair enough. That's yeah. what I was asking. I mean, if you stalked it, then you should probably not talk about it. You should not admit your your insanity. Because that's what she's going to think, right? She's like, oh, That great. is exactly what she's, she's going to think. And I don't know if any ladies are chiming in, but I can tell you, this is more of a ladies thing than it is a man. And men are the ones that like to stalk women's profiles. I don't know if it's because... You are obsessed with finding out what she looks like inside and out and going through all her I don't know what it is. I don't know. There's if, probably some of that. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but stop because there has to be some mystery. There has to be. But I also have talked to women, and they maybe have mentioned on podcasts or you brought it up, but I also know women that do some pretty hefty checking on the Google before going out with someone. And I've, I think as a female in today's world, I think that's smart. So, uh, so again, part, different but. opinions as a matchmaker, that's not something cause I'm already checking them out. So that's not something my clients no, have I to know do, if they're but working with you. I get if it. they're random or if they're, if you meet them online, yeah, you want to make sure they probably don't have a criminal record. I mean, I'd probably run a background check, that's what I'm saying. I a simple women to do background that. check mm -hmm. on everybody before yes. you go out with them. I mean, it, it doesn't, that's a criminal record, right? If they didn't meet in the love gen database. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, I've, I've, that's what I was saying. You need is to be safe. Everyone yeah. needs to, and that includes men too. For God's sake, that includes yeah. you guys yeah, too. Kidding. There are some crazy women out there too. Uh, Kristen anybody, jumped in here and said, "Men are obsessed with wanting a Barbie doll figure." Ah, ouch. Well, uh, there are plenty of women with great figures, and there are plenty that don't have them. So, uh, so uh, yeah, I think I think the physical part is bigger for. A man tends to be because they're more visual, so they say, or so biology says. No, uh, but that. women are women are uh, women that take care of themselves demand the same from a man and are just as equally demanding of that from a partner. I think so. I don't want to just blame the men for the physicality part of it. No, but I, I think, think women again, can be. We've talked about this a lot. Attractiveness and beauty is different for everybody. So what someone calls a Barbie doll, someone might not else. So right. it's really dependent that the, both the parties. That, Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, and both the parties agree you're right. a Barbie doll and you're a kin. And that's what matters. Right. So. Right. Um, any red flags that you have, Brad? Anything? Um, mine are kind of, yeah, like, I mean, smoking's a red flag for me. You know, someone who smokes is is kind of a red flag you've talked about some of the flakiness and you know if you're saying you want to go out then let's go out let's not well i don't know then because you know my kids and again like you said they're 17 um are gonna are, are, you know friends over and we're gonna have moving so that won't work that kind of stuff then don't say you want to go out got just it. say hey i've got stuff to do and i can't i'm not ready to do you know, these kind of things. So just to try to wrap this up, because it's a lot of information, you know, the, the whole point of today's discussion was to talk about what love isn't. So we, a lot of people are very good at finding things that aren't love. And that comes from two places. Number one, from yourself and no, not knowing yourself and not being aware of your bad patterns. Uh, and there are some good patterns too, but, uh, most of when we can't find love, it's because of bad patterns. And if you've been single a long time, that's another red flag, by the way, somebody that's been single for more than 
a few years that can't. Easy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it is because relationships are, it's not by if lack you know of who you are and you know what you want, they're not that hard to find. And, oh, and if you're an amazing person and you haven't found it, you're not doing something right in your search. I'm sorry, but there's, there's something off. There's just something off. And, and you have to also be aware of your patterns of you, of you, you have to know yeah. what you bring to the table or what you don't. Yeah. Uh, and, and what's your, what's your pattern, Brad? What's, what's your deal? What, is, what do you have to deal with? What do I have to deal with? What like what's your stuff that you bring that you know is like your thing? My thing? Yeah. Um, you're, yeah, you're putting me on the spot. My challenge or what I bring to the table for the other person? I don't, I'm confused. No, I mean, your the... challenge that you bring to the table. What's your pattern or, you know, what is it with you? Uh, I think my biggest pattern is probably non-committal. I tend to attract folks that don't want to date. It's funny because I tend to be non-committal. <laughs> so, which I don't like? understand how I do that. But every time then I'm working to try to get in front of the person and try to get the date set up and try to pick a spot that's easy for them and a time. So again, it says I've told Brad and, and I said earlier, you know, cause it's the big one. If you are attracting non-committal people, there's something in you that is not committed and you need to look at that. You need to you be able to fault? open that up and what? It's not my fault. It's never my fault. Of course it's, see the red flags. All <laughs> I'm kidding. Ding, Don't ding, send ding, emails. Red flags, red flags. Uh, but, but be willing to own it. I mean, and it's okay because sometimes if you are non-committal, it's not a bad thing because you may have just made a decision that you're going to wait for the right thing, that you're not, you're not willing to jump into anything. Somebody that may not want that in their life. You know, maybe you've been married for 23 years and now you're divorced and now you want to see what's out there. That's okay. It's yeah. perfectly okay. And not only is it okay, but you should be doing that if you've just gotten a divorce and you haven't dated. You need to see what's out there and you need to experiment, but you don't need to experiment for 10 years. Um, so- Well, uh, I think the other thing with, with, with that pattern that I, that I see is you become very understanding. So they say, well, my kids are this, or I have, you know, charity work, or whatever. And you're like, oh, okay, it's okay. Let's just wait till next week. And that continues and continues. And I'm trying to be nice about it instead of saying, hmm, maybe she's not ready and I don't want to waste any more of my time, which is what I should do, I guess. Well, you're getting better at that, Brad. So, Brad's getting better. I at guess that. I still don't have a date. <laughs> I'm, I'm committed. <laughs> He's committed to not having a date. Uh, okay. So, uh, so, so, uh, if you're unaware of your patterns, I gave you an exercise at the very beginning to put your list together, become aware of your patterns and do whatever it takes, whether it's reading, there's lots of tools out there. You can get a coach. Uh, there's, I mean, for now there's online coaching and education. So there's a million places yeah. that you can get help. But you have to recognize your pattern and then be willing to stand in it and do things different, which is very uncomfortable for a while. But it's something you're going to have to learn how to do is be uncomfortable to learn something new. Right? Well, sure. Right? Okay. So thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Thanks for sharing the podcast with your friends. And if you want to listen again, you can listen on any of the podcast networks. We're on Apple, Google, yep. Spotify, whatever it is. Uh, you can listen in uh, to the replay there. So, uh, but thanks for tuning in and giving us your comments. Hopefully Brad read them all. Got most of them. And, uh, and have a great day. Have a great week. Bye.
This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week, we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Styers.